What's up, everyone? It's Toast and JD here. For the first time, I have a guest. This, this is probably going to be the first episode ever. I've recorded before, but, uh, you know, I hate yeah. it. <laughs> but JD's here. JD, say hi. I am. Hello. Hi. How are you? I'm fine. You didn't ask, but I'm going to tell you <laughs> I'm fine anyways. <laughs> so me and JD just watched The Ultimate Fighter Season 10. Not the entirety, just the first three episodes. Mm-hmm. And uh, JD, how did you feel about the first three episodes? I thought it was really entertaining. It was um, my first time watching a reality show centered around fighting. Um, personally, I have a couple family members that are, that or used to be, I should say, into um, martial arts such as kickboxing and stuff. So I have a little bit of knowledge, but in terms of actually watching it on TV, I haven't really. The only knowledge I really have is of big names like Ronda Rousey and conor mcgregor but that's about it well yeah yeah that's uh, how most most of us are uh <laughs> ultimate fighter season 10 was the, actually the first season that got me into watching the ultimate fighter itself uh if you don't know what the ultimate fighter is it's a reality tv show based around the ufc uh they they started making it back when the ufc was on its basically last legs they were losing so much money that the only viable option is to get on t- on free TV to get eyes on the product or just shut down the company. And they went to Spike TV and told them, hey, we have this idea for a reality show. And Spike was like, nah, go away. But the UFC brass said, okay, look, we'll fund it ourselves. You don't have to pay, to pay anything. But if it's good, you got to give us a deal. And, the, and Spike was like, all right. And uh, <laughs> spoiler alert. It was good that they gave them a deal, and we're on the 10th season. Uh, today, I think we're on the 27th season, but, you know, that just shows you how, how good the show is in general. Man, I can't really name any other shows that have had 27 seasons, honestly. Uh, The Simpsons, maybe? Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I guess they did, didn't they? <laughs> and I guess The Ultimate Fighter is not 27, like... 27 years like a year is in a season in in the ultimate fighter world i guess i don't know how they mm-hmm. calculate it regardless if you don't know what the ultimate fighter is two fighters have teams and the teams compete and then when when it's all said and done only one fighter can get a contract with the ufc a big six figure six figure contract and i think depending on the season they get a sponsorship with one of the sponsors that's enough talking about that. On to the show we go. <laughs> All right. All right. So episode one. Episode one's episode one. Yeah, go ahead, JD, please. No, I was gonna say, um, episode one was really I I I kind of knew it was a reality show, but I didn't really know what to expect from it. I right from the immediate beginning, I thought it was just gonna be like a lot of humor, a lot of comedy, especially from watching the two main coaches who were picking teams um rampage and rashad just going back and forth with each other i thought it was just going to be a lot of humor based but once it really started rolling i could tell like just how serious of a competition this was going to be so yes rampage jackson and rashad evans are the coaches for the season and (laughs) the first scene or the first uh segment quote unquote starts off with rampage and rashad just trash talking each other 
in typical Rampage Jackson fashion where, where he makes <laughs> jokes about, hey, bitch, you got knocked out. What the fuck? Why are you here? And, <laughs> and just Rampage being Rampage. Rampage really carried the show for me. Yeah. <laughs> this would have been boring without Rampage, I feel. Oh, he was he was the big personality. I could tell like through all three of the episodes we watched, he was just... He just put so much personality out there. <laughs> God, it was tremendous. Uh, Rochelle, so, the one, yeah, go ahead. Sorry, just the one small thing that I noticed, like right from the beginning too, was like how many people on that show wore brown or tan sandals and all of this UFC <laughs> stuff. Like, why is that in fashion? <laughs> I'm assuming the tap out T-shirts are sponsored. That's why they had to wear them. Ah, okay. <laughs> the sandals are just you know you're you're at a well, gym. Yeah, yeah. The shows I or the T-shirts I understood, but the sandals I was like I question that one a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> uh, if you don't know who Rashad Evans is, um, at the time he was a pretty good light heavyweight. I think he was a cha- yeah he was a champion at this point. Um, had only one loss. I can't remember to who. Rampage Jackson, a legend of Japan. Uh, no introductions needed, but I'm gonna give him one anyway. <laughs> A legend in Japan, never, uh, actually he won a belt in the UFC, didn't keep it for long, but that's why the UFC is the shark tank that it is. Um, and yes, as Rashad and Rampage are talking shit, five giant people walk in, and then five more walk in, and then one more walks in. pretty quiet after that. Yeah. (laughs) It got pretty quiet as they were shaking hands, and then they started again, and Dana White had to come out and it was like... Yo, we got five minutes. Just don't fight in these next five <laughs> minutes, please. Um, I think there were, like, how many were there? 11 people? No. Um, Let's see. I want to say it was an even number, I'm pretty sure. I want to say six and six. No, no, no. I, it, did they... it was 15 people because there was the, right, the right. big surprise. Right. And... 15 people oh, were in... Oh, yeah, so 8 and 8 then. Yeah. 15 people were in the room with Rashad and Rampage. Dana White walks in and says, Hey, guys, there are 15 of you. There's one more surprise coming in. And the surprise is... Kimbo Slice. Kevin Ferguson. Big ol' Kimbo. Big ol' Kimbo. <laughs> if you don't know who Kimbo is, he got famous from putting out videos of him fighting on the street. He was a really big meme at some point, too, wasn't he? I wasn't I'm, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> interested in fighting at all when he was a meme. So, ah, so okay. yes, he, he, he definitely was a meme at one point. He was on, uh, he was on all the mainstream fucking like comedy bits. Anyway, um, Kimball Slice walks in. Brendan Shop says, "Fuck him." <laughs> then we get, uh, I don't know, sit, a sit down interview. You've seen reality TV shows before, people. I know. I think you'd know how they work. Uh, yes. Sit down interview with Kimbo. Kimbo says, "I'm ready to prove myself," and Rampage officially, unofficially chooses Kimbo Slice as his first pick. Right. <laughs> Any thoughts up until this point, JD? Um, I was starting to kind of get an impression on where everything was going. Um, you know, obviously the big name walks out, and everybody's attention turns to the big name, and. I think once Rampage started going like, hey, I, I got this guy, <laughs> I started getting the impression like, oh, 
he he's going for like the big name people that's who he's going to choose for his team <laughs> and yeah yeah for the most part you're right um there was i know we shouldn't get into it right now never mind <laughs> all you need to know is at this point kimbo slice has all the eyes on him because he's such an internet sensation and all the fighters want to beat him up because they want that fame Rampage, and that's true, Rampage and Rashad <laughs> shake hands to start off the season. And this is, I don't know if they did this before, but usually when I watch The Ultimate Fighter, there are, there's a preliminary episode, episode one, where is just people fighting, and the and the guys that win their fights make it on the show, and then they get picked, but on this season, they brought 16 guys and told them, all right, you 16 guys are going to train with Rampage, and then you're going to train with, with Rashad, and after that we're going to pick who's who's on whose team. And this is what they did here. They just trained. Do you have any... <laughs> do you have any thoughts about R Rampage Jackson's training methods? Um, I honestly didn't really notice all that much he he was just like the personality where he was like hey do this knock his head in and <laughs> like all of his training was just really i almost want to say it wasn't almost training because i didn't really <laughs> see him giving any instructions other than like hey yo use your arms and swing left swing right and you know just knock him in knock him in <laughs> and one of the things i noticed too was that um rampage I didn't really I didn't really notice any of his assistant coaches throughout the episodes that he watched. Unlike um Rashad, when whenever we saw Rashad, we always saw like one of his assistant coaches quite frequently or maybe another one, but with Rampage, right. I swear I only noticed him and not really <laughs> any of his assistant coaches. I uh, I think it was because uh we'll get into it later, but uh one of Rashad one of, yeah, one of Rashad's coaches got into it with another fighter. And that's why uh, you've noticed him. You've noticed them more, but we'll get into it be. in episode two. Um, yeah, Rashad's like here. He in, in this segment, Rashad's training was all right, guys. We're gonna do drills. You're gonna run, and then you're gonna do takedown defense. You're gonna do BJJ, whatever. Rampage gives him headgear, gives him gloves, and he's like, all right, guys, go fight. <laughs> and that's how he chooses his fighters, which is awesome. Yep. Tremendous. <laughs> All right. Uh, we talked about Rashad's coaches briefly. Here's who they are. Greg Jackson and Trevor Whitman. Greg Jackson is, for those of you that watch MMA, he's one of the most accomplished coaches there are. Uh, he trains John Jones and Holly Holm. Holly Holm is the first woman to beat Ronda Rousey, if you don't know who that is. Um, he also trains Rashad Evans, so that's why he's here. Trevor Whitman trains a dude by the name of Justin Gaethje, who's about to fight Habib in, I think, a week or so. Yeah, I think a week. I don't know who... Actually, I know one dude on Rampage's team, Rampage's coaching team, Tiki, Tiki Goosen. He's Rampage's main tra training partner. Kimbo. All eyes on Kimbo right now. Kimbo lacks ground skills. <laughs> but according to Rampage, his takedown defense is great. We'll see about that, Rampage. <laughs> and then we get the fighters planning their team picks. Mm -hmm. I wrote down the teams, but I don't think that would be necessary. All you need to know is Rampage got Kimbo, as he said he would. Yep, very first pick. <laughs> <laughs> 
it was funny because I think he was like considering picking someone else first, but then he was like, ah, oh, nah, 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 Kimbo. <laughs> uh, I think the, I think Rampage was worried that Rashad was gonna get Kimbo. And That's probably what it was. <laughs> Rashad made it very clear that he's not interested in Kimbo, <laughs> so I don't know why he was worried. Anyway, to, to summarize the team picking, Rampage picked all the big dudes, the big muscular dudes. And Rashad picked all the talented people, and that's how we. Yep. That's how we start. Yep, I noticed that too. He picked everyone that had like a name to them, everyone who was just big in size, and Rashad just went for the people who had fighting experience. Yes, exactly. Um, someone on Rashad's team is James McSweeney. James McSweeney is a friend of Rashad. That's probably why he picked him first. <laughs> Another person is Roy Nelson. He's a former. MMA champion in another company. I don't remember the name of the company. I'm sorry. But he was a former champion. And I felt, dude, this guy's a champion. Why is he on this, like, rookie show? Uh, that just didn't sit well with me. But we got a good fight out of it. So I'm happy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I forgot to mention for for the team picking, you got to flip a coin. And the, the whoever wins the coin toss gets to pick first. But they give up two two fight picks to the other coach. So now Rampage one Rampage can make two fights, but Rashad ma- chose the first fighter for his team. So the first fight that Rampage Jackson makes is John Madsen versus Abe Wagner. And I have no clue who those people are, I'm sorry. <laughs> but we will learn about them as the show goes on. That's true. <laughs> Did you have any, any, anything you noticed about these two fighters? Um, I noticed something with John that I kind of got the impression of of a few of the fighters that were on there was that John didn't get any camera time bef- leading up to that um, that pick of his or that selection of him to be in the first fight. Dude, barely. And. Yeah, barely any, but the with the shots that he did get mm-hmm. after it was announced he was going to fight, he seemed quite knowledgeable about fighting, and it's one of the things that I picked up on a few people is that it seems like, for some of them, the less camera time they get, it almost seems like they know more about fighting. Uh, Not everybody, but I've noticed that with a few people. I think, yeah, I think you're right. Except for uh, Roy Nelson. Roy Nelson got a That's lot true. of camera time. He got a lot of camera time. <laughs> and I rightfully think, so, I, th- I feel. <laughs> I think the show is trying to capitalize on the personalities of people rather than just straight demonstrating, like, you know, knowledge of skills. They want to get that entertainment value in. And so they're, you know, giving camera time to heavy personality people over some of the others oh yeah totally they were focusing on like oh look at this guy we got the internet sensation kimbo slice you you gotta watch this you gotta (laughs) tune in next week give us money (laughs) (laughs) pretty much um so rampage made the fucking fight rashad loves the fight because it's his number one fighter according to him versus a dude with no bjj uh the dude with no bjj being abe wagner God, I yep. don't remember what Abe Wagner looks like. <laughs> Fuck. He was, um, oh man, he was pretty basic, I think. <laughs> he looks like your everyday dude that you see on the street. Yeah, didn't they mention he was like like a, like a an accountant of some sort? Or oh, some sort of financial planner? <laughs> he was a mechanical engineer, I think. 
Okay, that one. That, yeah. yeah, that that dude. And John Matson was a a short fat dude, but not too fat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then we get a John Matson hype segment. He has power, he has speed, and now he's training with Trevor Whitman. And the coaches say that he's coachable, which is always a good thing when you're a fighter. You always want to listen to your coaches. All that good jazz. Uh, Trevor Whitman tells John Matson, hey, you need to go for takedowns and submit this dude. Abe Wagner hype segment. (laughs) I don't remember that one at all, actually. (laughs) Thank God I took notes because... (laughs) Damn. Rampage says, knock this fool out. Uh, Yep. He says... It's all Rampage. This is all Rampage talking. Abe Wagner said, fuck all this entire segment. <laughs> Rampage says he has good stand-up, he has bad wrestling, he being Abe Wagner, uh, and he has good BJJ. He asks, he asks Wagner, hey, what, what do you do outside of fighting? And Wagner says, I'm a mechanical engineer. And Rampage is like, for real? You're a fucking smart <laughs> dude. <laughs> What's 10 times 2? <laughs> <laughs> And they're basically training Abe Wagner to clinch and then take John Madsen down and submit him. And here I wrote, Rampage is carrying the show. <laughs> and yes, yeah. yes, he was. He was indeed. <laughs> Fight day. Abe Wagner pukes. <laughs> oh, yeah, he did. Oh, he yeah. Did. I was eating while that was going on. And I was like, what oh, the no. fuck? Is that JD? Oh, no. What the fuck? <laughs> and then they put the camera on Abe puking. I was like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> John Matson comes out of the if you if you haven't seen the Ultimate Fighter before, they fight in a small gym. It's pretty much like a little room where they have a ring set up. And John Matson opens the doors and goes, Ah and then he walks into the cage. <laughs> I, I'm glad you noticed that too. I was like, is that standard procedure? Or? <laughs> I was like, why would you scream at no one? Like there there isn't any crowd here. Uh <laughs> They walk into the cage before the fight begins, and oh, God, I don't remember who. One of those two fighters, oh, fucking Madsen. Madsen points at Wagner and, like, and was like, hey, glove touch, and Wagner just stares at him. <laughs> I think, um, no, I think it was the other way around. I think Abe was the one who wanted the uh, glove touch. All right, fair enough. That's how interchangeable then, they are. <laughs> yeah, yep. <laughs> and Wagner was like, hey, glove touch, and John stares him down. <laughs> and that I took that as no glove touch. Yep. The fight starts. Our referee is Steve Mazzagatti, by the way. Or the fight starts, they high five. I was like, wait, I thought we weren't doing glove touch. What the fuck? <laughs> but anyway, regardless, here's the fighting portion. Immediate takedown by John Matson. And really nothing happens other than John Matson ground and pound and elbows the uh, uh, Abe Wagner. He was pretty much on him the entire five minutes of that first round. Yeah, <laughs> and he like busts him open real bad with an elbow at one point. Yeah, fucking bloodier than a butcher's apron at that point. Yeah, John was quick on him, but like in all seriousness, like the only people quicker than John were those doctors and getting to him. Dude, yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking fair play to those doctors, man. They st- they didn't mm-hmm. stitch him up, but they. They made it seem like, oh, he wasn't bleeding too bad up until right, the right. second round started when he started gushing out again. Right, right. <laughs> uh, back to the, back to the, I have a few notes on round one. Fucking John is <laughs> throwing elbows from hell on 
Abe Wagner. And the referee's mm-hmm. like, hey, guys, we need more action. And I was like, dude, do you not see what's happening yeah. right now? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, here, the only thing of note in this uh, in this round is <laughs> the entirety of Abe Wagner's right side was covered in blood. Just it covered. Was. From his head to his shoulders, just completely red. It was disgusting. Man, John was parting the Red Sea that entire <laughs> <laughs> Even the fighters and Dana White was like, yo, there's so much blood in this belt. There the was so much. <laughs> uh, round two. Fake glove touch and takedown by John Matson. Rampage is pissed at this point. He's like, why are you fucking shaking his hands for? What the fuck? Yeah. Uh, Steve Mazzagotti, a referee, is having none of it. And he's like, all right, fighters, stand back up. But fucking like Madsen is working right right <sighs> hey, it was pretty much just a rinse and repeat every time you know he called it off and they got back up John pretty much did the same thing <laughs> over yes. and over again <laughs> fucking three times in a row I wrote this should have been stopped in round one it should have wasn't stopped they, they got it was over and over again they got stood up John takes him down Steve Ponsa got he's like nope stand up until the end of round two, Rampage leaves the room after the fight, doesn't even wait to hear the decision, <laughs> and your winner by decision, spoiler alert, John Madsen. Back to- the, goes wild. <laughs> the, the, the room goes silent. It really went silent. <laughs> uh, back to the locker rooms we go, Rampage is like, all right, no more glove touching from now on, fighters. Right. And I think that was the end of episode one, unless you have something I didn't catch. No, that was that was pretty much all the notes I had as well. Aside from, you know, pointing out, like, how many thousands of dollars worth of gold Kimbo's teeth must be. Dude, like. fucking. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know. I don't know what the appeal of that is. It's, I find it gross. I don't know. I'm not yeah. cool enough for that. <laughs> Episode 2, speaking of Kimbo Slice, we start off with a Kimbo Slice hype segment, and he's like, I'm here to learn. And mm-hmm. we cut to a Roy Nelson hype segment where he says, I want to fight Kimbo Slice. What, one of the things I noticed during Kimbo's was that, like, the mu- there was music during all of these segments, and then once Kimbo started talking with metaphors, the music just completely cut out, like, everyone <laughs> was so supposed to be shocked that, like, Kimbo's speaking intelligently and stuff. <laughs> yeah. His his look does not give you the the idea of an intelligent man. It really doesn't. Or a nice man, but damn, he's so nice and so smart. He really is. Yeah. <laughs> and that's pretty much the consensus as we move on through the episodes. Everyone is going to be like, "Oh, dude, what a nice dude. What a nice guy Kimbo is. What the fuck?" <laughs> we go to Team Rampage training session. They have special training set up for Kimbo which consists of standing up and takedown defense. And that's about it for this part. Oh, <laughs> uh, there was there was a quote I liked where Rampage is like, "You're doing very well, Kimbo Slice." And Kimbo Slice looks at him. I was like, "Thank you very much, Rampage Jackson." <laughs> they just walk <laughs> off. <laughs> just the just the too formal politeness. <laughs> I laughed at that with, one too. <laughs> with weird names like Kimbo and Rampage, but you know. right, right. <laughs> uh, now Team Rashad is training. Team Rashad, Team Rashad. Rashad Evans says, "Hey, I want you guys to be mentally strong, but Roy Nelson is not being coachable. He's and I, 
I don't know. I don't know how to feel about this. He's ahead of the pack because he's a champion, obviously. He, they're doing drills that are basic to him. And he's doing his own thing. So they get him in a room. This is where Trevor Whitman and Rampage... And, uh, sorry. This is where Trevor Whitman and Rashad Evans are like, Hey, dude, you can't be going going off doing your own thing. We're trying to coach you here. If you want to get knocked out again, you, be- you better... I don't know. If you don't want to get knocked out again, you better stop. But, you know, you can do whatever. Roy's like, alright, fine, I understand. And we move to a fight announcement, which I thought would be Roy Nelson versus Kimbo Slice since the, in- the entirety of this first part of the episode is about them. And I wrote, fight announcement, Roy Nelson versus Kimbo, no. <laughs> the real fight is James McSweeney versus, and I quote, Rampage Jackson says, big man over here. <laughs> <laughs> And I didn't even catch his name. And then it was then I it realized was Wes. Yeah, oh, yeah, Wes. Wes. Wes Shivers is his name. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about Wes Shivers, JD? I feel like he was born with a country hat on, like a cowboy <laughs> hat on. That's how I feel. He just came out with like you know a hat and an acoustic guitar, and he was all set up. <laughs> God damn. Pretty much a straight southern guy, but I feel like. He was one of the more humble characters on that show as well. Like, really, you know he 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 has like you know he has a past, he has a background, and you know he wants to be a part of this and do what it takes to be a part of this. <laughs> uh, man, I I don't think we disagree, but I think oh, yeah. I think we notice different things. <laughs> Okay, yeah. <laughs> Fucking this dude is gigantic. He's very gigantic. <laughs> he is muscular. I th- I legitimately thought he was a bodybuilder turned MMA fighter. But then they told us he was in the NFL or something? Yeah, he was a football player. He, he um I forget the first team, but he ended up on Atlanta and then Atlanta dropped him. And you never want well, I guess you would want football players in your in your MMA league because they're so big. But <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I it, it's scary to me the thought of this big dude is gonna fight me. I don't know. Right, right. <laughs> from the I, from the interesting backstory of big man over here with shivers to that really non-existent backstory of James McSweeney. Mm-hmm. James McSweeney has a sit-down interview where he says, I fight because fighting chose me, even though I had a good upbringing. And I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck are you talking about? And he never elaborated. So, well, he has an English accent, and that's all you need to know. He was pretty much like one of those like basic like computer players you see in like video games with like one of those basic quotes and <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> if you ever played Dynasty Warriors, do you know these bosses where they have the can line of, "Oh, fight me now for glory," or you know, right, right. It's the same line over and over again for different characters, right? But because they're so generic, they use that. And that was James McSweeney right here. Oh goddamn, my notes make no sense and i can't remember anything that happened here because oh (laughs) because damn this episode was rough yeah it was we're on to the fight now right uh no not yet we still still got a bunch to go yeah um oh yeah james mcsweeney says i know Wes is big but i'm gonna out cardio him 
then Team Rampage arrive at the gym as Team Rashada's training, and they kick them out of the gym because they're they're out of time. They share a oh, gym, yes, by the that's way. That's right. Forgot to mention that. We get a Wes Shivers hype video or hype segment. He was drafted in the NFL. He's a big dude. Uh, they're training him for stand-up and not going to the ground. Uh, Wes Shivers talks, and he says, I don't think James can hurt me. Rampage, as they're training, says, Look, whenever you feel like it, just take him down and submit him. And then we get another Team Rashad training session. Roy is subtly coachable. <laughs> I don't know what happened there. <laughs> I feel like uh, there's a gap in the storyline, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, how did I never ask you this. How did you feel about Roy Nelson's, hey, you're not coachable enough for us storyline? Well, um, I honestly thought he was going to be like put in his place a little bit. Um, again, I didn't really... I'm not all that familiar with MMA stuff, so you know, Roy didn't really... I, I had no idea who he was at all. I thought he was just another one of the smaller guys in this whole giant story that was probably going to be, like, one of the first taken out. But, right. you know, I didn't get, like, a good knowledge of his background until, like, his fight came up. <laughs> oh, my, how your perception changed suddenly. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> we go to the house. We get a segment at the house for the first time, I think. Uh, two other fighters... Two other fighters are discussing the fight. I have no clue what they said. They mumbled. Um, <laughs> then we get a West Shivers spooky music hype segment <laughs> where he opens his eyes and we see like Halloween decorations basically of yep. of like logos and shit. And he says... <laughs> and then he's like... Yeah, go ahead. He's, he starts standing up and he's like standing in like the shadowy area of his room because he's so tall and like the light only catches like the lower half of his body <laughs> and he's like i'm gonna i'm not gonna hurt mcsweeney but you know what shit happens in the fight and i'm like yeah you think <laughs> and mcsweeney says wes isn't prepared oh no, yeah always a good thing to assume yeah yeah fight day happens uh these fighters have not had walkout music because they're in a room with no one else other than their teammates but some douchebag plays music for james mcsweeney as he's walking out and they play music <laughs> like on a phone not even on something that you can hear <laughs> and it doesn't help that the music is being covered by the background music of the show itself so it's just 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 annoying right <laughs> round one uh wes West something. What was his last name? West Shivers. Oh, Sorry. Shivers. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> West Shivers adheres to the no glove touch rule by Rampage Jackson, and he doesn't touch gloves with his opponent. Um, West immediately clinches. He takes down Mr. Sweeney there. Goes for an Americana, but McSweeney reverses and gets up. See, at this point, I thought, okay, this is going to go one of two ways. McSweeney's going to fucking knock that, not knock the dude out, but he's going to out cardio him. And fucking decide him. Or Mr. West Sims here, big big guy over here, he's gonna knock out fucking uh, James McSweeney. Do you see that happening? Or how did you feel? I thought, 
I thought after the first round, I thought it was going to be like, oh, Team Rampage finally gets one. You know, start the season off like, okay, these two are pretty even. Like, you know, Rashad gets one, Rampage gets one, like a little back and forth action goes on. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I thought Wes was going to get this one because he was he was pretty much controlling the entire fight that entire time. At, at this point, yes, he was very much very much controlling the the pace. But I guess he went at a pace harder than he was used to because after that clinch and Americana attempt, he got pretty tired for some reason. He really did get very tired. Yeah. <laughs> and then they kick each other at the same time, which results in a low blow. And time is stopped as Mr. McSweeney recovers. Yeah, gets his voice pitched to a normal level. Yes, yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I remember coaches yelling at, during the rest period, but I don't remember what they said. Um, I'm pretty sure Rashad was like in a frenzy. I heard him like. I feel like Rashad is like if something isn't going his way, he really starts to like lose his mind a little bit oh we'll get to that part that was in round two we'll get to it uh yeah yeah (laughs) uh, i felt the same way as rashad did but we'll see (laughs) um all right now the fight is back on wes is really tired during this rest period you can see him like hands on his hips fucking gulping for air we restart the the timer and we don't touch gloves again even though james mcsweeney is like hey what the fuck you just kicked me in the balls and you're not even gonna shake my hands (laughs) James McSweeney then goes for the shittiest kick I've ever seen in my life. And this is coming yep. from a dude that has never fought ever. <laughs> James McSweeney jumped in the air, threw all his limbs in the same direction, and tried to kick a tall pretty man's much, face. Tr- yeah, pretty much tried to do a full 360 roundhouse kick. <laughs> yeah. In the air. <laughs> that, that really did not <laughs> did not uh, materialize, unfortunately. <laughs> Wes took him down immediately after that. <laughs> yes, but Wes is still fucking gassed, and he's not really doing anything. Right. Um, James, whenever he has an opportunity to attack, James backs up immediately. And Yep, especially, like, while Wes is, like, you know, hands on knees and, like, trying to catch his breath. And yes. James was not, you know, taking advantage of it. And here Rashad is losing his fucking shit, like... Fucking go for it! What the fuck are you doing? Why are you backing up? <laughs> uh, fucking James McSweeney does the shitty kick again for some reason as the round ends. <laughs> yep. Round two starts, and here is where I noticed the blood from last episode's fight is still on the canvas. I'm glad you saw that too. <laughs> I was like, I was thinking about that. I'm like, wait, did, were these recordings in the same day? Why is that not cleaned up? <laughs> that, yeah, that was fucking gross, dude. I. There's no way they're on the same day, right? I yeah. <laughs> well, do they not clean the ring after each time? Are they trying to like you know save on the paint bill and give it a new <laughs> color? Like what I like usually notice is that they change the canvas, but I guess shit was closed that day, so I can't right, right, fight. Um, here's what was working for Mister James McSweeney: the leg kicks. He kicked yep. Wes's legs so hard that Wes, not even, he's entire, he's tired and he's also in pain, and he yep. can't walk. So that's not really fun. But even then, James McSweeney couldn't capitalize. He keeps backing up. Yep. <laughs> and then Wes was like, "All right, fuck it, I'm gonna go for it all," and he runs at him, 
And he grabs McSweeney and just takes him down. Yep. <laughs> and I thought, oh shit, Wes is going to finish this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wes gets a full mount, fucking ground and pound. Uh, James McSweeney gives up his back. Wes goes for the for the rear naked choke. And if you don't know what that is, it's the one that, it's the choke that's in the movies where you're behind a dude and you like, you know, grab him around the throat. But somehow, some way, James McSweeney is not tired enough to tap and he gets out. He stands up. Rashad is pissed at this point. He is. Because they were both standing there, hands on hips. At one point, Wes is is just holding the cage, leaning on it, not even right. defending himself. Dana White, I caught a glimpse of Dana White just watching calmly. And when Dana White is watching calmly, you know that this fight is not good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and here in my notes, I wrote, Big shot, head kick, guillotine. I don't know who did this. One of the two did this. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and I thought that would be over when when the guillotine choke was in, but nope, that was the the end of round two. And I forgot to mention this. Ultimate Fighter fights are only two rounds. If it's a draw, they have a third round. And at this point, both coaches thought, alright, this is this is quite possibly a draw, so let's get prepared for the third round. What did you see? Did you think one of these guys won two rounds? I actually did, yeah. Um, but I guess, you know, me having no background in MMA fighting, I guess, you know, my lack of knowledge of scoring kind of uh, got... It didn't help me out at all because my guess was completely wrong, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> I think, I assume you had fucking uh, Mr. West winning. I I did. I He was in control for a lot of it, and I know he got really fatigued in it, but James really didn't do anything to take Wes down. And, you know, even while tired, Wes really capitalized on the mistakes that James made. And I thought, you know, Wes had the victory for this one. Honestly, if we're scoring it on takedowns, like, exclusively, and not whatever happened on the feet, yes, Wes <laughs> had this. But the fact that Wes was not doing, was even more not doing anything on the feet. Right, that kind of right. swayed the judges' minds, I guess. I thought if if any round was going to go to Wes, it would be the second one, just because he tried to finish it there. Right, right. But I guess uh, James McSweeney got it back when he then he must have had the big the big shot, the head kick, and the guillotine. Because if Wes had that and he lost the he lost the round, I would have been I would have been pissed if I was Rampage. <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, I saw it going the other dude's way, James McSweeney's way. I can't remember their names. Fuck them. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but they were so, like, I don't know. They were so bland. That, right, know, right. Don't get mad at us for, for this. Get mad they, at them. They, again, they, they didn't get any camera time compared to some of the others. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, and we go to the judge's decision. The judges see it. Two rounds for James McSweeney, and that makes it. 2-0 for Team Rashad. And fucking I don't remember what happened after that. <laughs> um, Yeah, I don't either. Aside from the announcement of the next fight. Oh, uh, yes. that uh, That's probably why I forgot. Oh, there it is. <laughs> Wes cries. Rampage shakes his head in a sit-down interview. <laughs> so, <laughs> And James McSweeney, the winner, is not satisf- satisfied by his pre- 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 performance. Uh, I wasn't satisfied with this performance. 
and but I'm a fat dude at home recording a podcast. But <laughs> Rashad Evans was also not impressed with James's performance. So yeah, we go to a locker room shot of Rashad talking to his fighters, and he says, "All you guys are killers." And then the camera suspiciously zooms in on one of the fighters. Mm-hmm. Uh, fight announcement. Which just shocked me. I thought we were going to do another fight on the same episode. And I was like, wait, what? Right, that's what I thought, too. <laughs> and the fight announcement is Roy Nelson versus Kimbo Slice. And I had many, many, many exclama- exclamation points after that. <laughs> <laughs> and this is where we planned plan to stop originally. But JD doesn't know this. I love this fight. I love yeah. Roy Nelson versus Kimbo Slice. <laughs> And I was like, please be one of the first two episodes, I, please. Yeah, I wanted to see this too. <laughs> and when it was the third episode, I was like, oh God, no, why? <laughs> but JD was like, all right, let's watch the third episode. I, I yeah, really want to see this. I I wanted to see this one too. I, Kimbo Slice is like, he's a name. I, I love that dude. I wanted to see this one. <laughs> and man, they did not disappoint with this episode. They really did not. Holy shit. <laughs> Just like episode two, episode three starts off with Kimbo. He talks about God, and then there's an awkward segment where he talks about uh, Kimbo Slice being put at rest. Uh, Yeah, we're just going to leave that alone. Um, (laughs) And then he gives his enemy inner me speech, which if you've been on YouTube for five seconds looking at Kimbo Slice videos, you've probably seen this. Uh, He basically says, my biggest enemy is myself. And that's basically like... My inner me, not my enemy. He says, there is no chip on my shoulder. I don't have anything to prove. How did you feel about the hype videos or the hype segments Kimbo has been getting at this point? Um, I've enjoyed them. I think they shine a light on, like, you know, a part of his personality that not a lot of people know about. And um, I rather enjoy it, honestly. It's always fun to see, like the secret sides of people, you know? You see all of these people, like, celebrities and music and stuff, and, you know, if you ever, like, see them when... I mean, I know the camera is being put on him, but the way I say it, like, you know, if you see someone without a camera on them, you see how they're like. I I really enjoy learning on how people are by nature. (laughs) Yeah, 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 I I totally get what you mean. Even Even though there's a camera on him, it's not the kind of... He's not putting it on performance where, yeah, I'm the best right. dude here. I'm going to kick everyone's ass. He's like, right. hey, look, I know everyone is better than me, but I'm here to learn. And, like, hopefully I'm going to beat everyone up and win this right, tournament. Right, right. We, we get to see a side of him that, you know, isn't really well known throughout the internet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, We cut to Team Rashad training. And the coaches talk about how good Roy is and how talented he is and that they gained his trust. And now he listens to them. Then <laughs> Trevor Whitman teaches Roy the ass technique where he goes, all right, look, I want you to throw one, two punches, but don't step on your heels when you back out. I want you to go one, two, ass. And I just <laughs> laughed my ass off. <laughs> and then the Dean of Mean, Keith Jardine, makes, a, makes an appearance. Uh, if you don't know who Keith Jardine is, he's a UFC legend. He beat Rampage Jackson at one point in his life. And that's why Rashad brought him in to play some mind games with Rampage Jackson. Yep. <laughs> and then the two got into each other's faces again. <laughs> and man, the trash talk was on. I didn't write anything for this except Rashad versus Rampage trash talk. Yep. And then um, 
James got in there somehow. <laughs> oh yeah, James got in there. <laughs> Not sure how that happened, but it did. <laughs> Apparently, James was walking away, shaking his head like, "Look at these two goofs." And Rampage, right, like, right. What are you shaking your head for, bitch? <laughs> and then Rampage says. James, I don't understand you. Speak American. <laughs> and I laughed. <laughs> <laughs> Man, Rampage is... <sighs> I can't imagine this show being... This segment specifically being good without Rampage. <laughs> right, right. <sighs> um, And then we get a shot of Kimbo Slice wearing towels for some reason. <laughs> I, I don't know what happened there. But he's... <laughs> I don't know if he was completely naked. He was... He, he was grabbing. <laughs> he, he was a, There was a towel on his head, another towel around his waist, and he was wearing his, his fucking do-rag on his head. So Yeah. <laughs> I was like, huh. What an interesting look there, Kimbo. <laughs> you know what it made me think of? Oh, I'm going to have to look this movie up because I, um, I don't remember this, but... Go for it. Um, there was a movie about um the cleveland indians i think oh major league was the name it was a baseball movie it had um charlie sheen in it of all people oh no (laughs) yeah and um a couple other people that i don't remember the name of i think is that tom berenger um (laughs) you're asking the wrong person yeah tom berenger was in there and a couple other people wesley snipes was in there as well what kind of movie Um, was this it was it was it was a comedy movie but it was um baseball centered and there was this there was a kimbo slice similar character in that movie who was like he was this big african-american guy who pretty much struck fear in the hearts of everybody but deep down he was like this really spiritual voodoo guy (laughs) who would like light candles in his locker and was like really you know sensitive and nice and (laughs) you know what yeah pretty much that's if that's pretty much what i thought of when i saw (laughs) kimbo's segments (laughs) rampage and rampage and kimbo talk about kimbo's beard how long you've been growing it blah 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 they're just they're you don't get the feeling of this dude is about to get into fight. You get the feeling of oh, this dude is just talking with his friends. It, it's pretty refreshing to see. Right. Um, Team Rampage's training consists of takedown defense and BJJ. I shouldn't say Team Rampage specifically. Kimbo's training is takedown <laughs> defense and BJJ. Uh, Rampage <laughs> makes Kimbo tra- train with the fat people because Roy Nelson is fat. Yep. Man, fucking Rampage hates fat people. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like if he like if he starts to notice something, he will cling onto that for a very long time. Yes, like yes. <laughs> especially when it comes to like things about Roy. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, ironically, Rampage Jackson today is very fat. <laughs> How the turntables? How the turntables? God. Uh at the house, Wes Wes Shivers tells Kimbo, keep yourself out of trouble. And I, I was like, huh? He's getting into a fight. What do you mean? And then we get a sh- a shot that I thought was insignificant, but then I realized, wow, he pretty much <laughs> called it. Roy Nelson is sitting out on the porch with other team Rashad members, and he's saying, Look, when you get a guy in the crucifix, you punch him and you can't to the ref. Like, one punch, two punch, three punch, and the referee has no choice but to stop the fight. Because these are unanswered shots, and 
legally he can't he can't keep the the fight going on. Right. And I was like, I probably should write this. <laughs> uh, and I wrote specifically Roy teaches Brendan Schaub the crucifix punch counting technique, and <laughs> that's pretty much it. We get a team rampage training session again. They're training conditioning because they don't want people to get tired like Quest Shivers and other British dude. I forgot his name already. (laughs) Uh, And one of the members, Marcus, Marcus Jones, I believe. Yeah, yeah, the football player. Another football player. He was also a football player. And he hurt his knee. And then I don't remember if it was Zach or whoever it was told Rampage, hey, I want to fight next. And Rampage, right. Rampage is like, all right, you can fight. And Marco was like, what the fuck? He told me I could fight next. Because Rampage is making the decisions if... Wait, can't... Rampage isn't making the decisions. I don't know why they were bickering about it. Because whoever, right. whoever loses one of the two fights doesn't control the fight... Doesn't control the matchmaking anymore. But anyway, right. I guess they forgot that. Uh, Marcus Jones gets hot at Rampage. And was like, yo... Uh, what the fuck? And Rampage tells him, but you just hurt your knee. Like, what do you want me to do? Then Marcus walks <laughs> off because he's upset. Because he's upset. They eventually make up. And the next day at the house, someone is talking as he chooses food like a piece of shit. And he calls <laughs> Marcus sensitive. And Marcus gets the name Big Baby because of the of last night's incident. Right. <laughs> You want to say something about fucking Marcus Jones's segment here? <laughs> the only part that like I remember was just him uh, like standing out on the front porch waving at people. <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> that was that was part of it. He was I I think they were just talking about like um or he was saying how much of like a sensitive guy he was and like how he tries to be nice and. He was like standing out on the front porch, like waving at the neighbors or somebody. And <laughs> how did like, I miss I think, this? What the fuck? I, yeah, I think Kimbo, Kimbo or somebody else just walked out of the house and walked around him, and he was still waving at the neighbors. Like it was like <laughs> it was like a two-minute-long segment of him just standing there waving at the neighbors. <laughs> God, I want to watch that back now. <laughs> but here's what I got from the segment. He, Marcus, talks about flowers. <laughs> Right, yes. Over and over again. And he says, I'm not going to be sharing my garden tips. I'm like, who the fuck cares, dude? (laughs) But you know what? This is good. This is really good because now I know Marcus is the flower dude. He's the guy that likes flowers. He's a sensitive dude. James McSweeney, all I know is he's British or something. And he gets tired in his fights. You're trying to, like, the whole show is trying to appeal to different groups of people. Like, James is for, like all of the British people, and then Marcus is for, um, like, the show is mainly for, you know, people who are interested in fighting, and so, you know, Marcus comes in, and now he's got the attention of all the people who are not interested in fighting, because he's like, oh, hey, flowers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, I don't know if anyone wants to claim James Sweeney. With all due respect, James McSweeney, if you're listening to this, <laughs> you're, you're, a, you're a fighter, I'm not a fighter, you'll kick my ass if we fight, but look... <laughs> On this show, you had zero personality other than just complaining. (laughs) And then, oh yeah, there it is. Kimbo and Marcus talk about Kimbo's internet fighting career. Right, right. And Kimbo here is just like the nicest dude on the planet. He talks about, oh, I'm so humble. He doesn't talk about, oh, I'm so humble. 
But he says, you can't let your, like, even with the fame, I can't let it get to my head because, like, at the end, everyone dies. Again. Right. Fucking awkward looking back <laughs> at it, but. <laughs> yeah. And we get weigh-ins for the first time in the season, probably because Roy Nelson is fat as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, Kimbo weighs in at 230 pounds. Roy Nelson weighs in at 264 pounds. You know, I I don't know if you noticed this, but I caught something in the middle of all of that weighing. Uh-huh. Did you did you hear the random advertisement that was in there? No. Oh, 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 oh. The, <laughs> this weighing is brought to you by, I can't remember who it was. It was some sort of, like, sludge ad. Like, some product <laughs> for, like, defeating sludge. I heard that in the middle. I'm like, what in the world? Because, <laughs> oh, yeah. like... None of the other two episodes had any advertisements. All of like the product placement was like in the in the gym and the in the ring and like placed all around. That was like the first like audio advertisement and it was like put smack dab right in the middle of everything. <laughs> it felt so out of place. Oh, you should watch the UFC today, dude. Man. Oh, really? <laughs> Man, is it just product placement on product placement. <laughs> this replay is brought to you by so and so. Oh, this fucking uh I don't I don't remember what they call it, but do you know when the fighters walk out and there's a like Vaseline station where they get Vaseline and checked before they walk into the cage? Oh no, I don't, but that sounds like something they would do. <laughs> right. That that is like sponsored. That area <laughs> is sponsored by something. <laughs> Usually Harley Davidson, but I, I don't think they sponsor them anymore. Right. Anyway. Dana tells Roy Nelson, you don't look to 64, to which Roy lifts up his shirt and shows Dana his big belly. I was like, oh yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I just laughed at that so hard, because uh, probably JD doesn't know this, but Dana, Dana White and Roy Nelson don't really get along in real in real life, as if this is fake, right. but they don't, they don't get along today. We get two training sessions in a row after that, which I'm not recapping, I haven't recapped either of them. Fight day comes, and Kimbo walks into the gym with Tiki and Rampage, and they playfully warm up. <laughs> Rampage <laughs> is like, oh, I'm the bull now, I'm the bull, and Kimbo has to run away, and it's the other way around. Right, right. And Rampage <laughs> Rampage colored in hair on the back of his head, and he wears he a do-rag <laughs> to look like Kimbo, <laughs> and I laughed my ass off at that. He too. had he had that for the rest of the episode. <laughs> did he really? I didn't know. He did. Yep, he had it for the rest of the episode. <laughs> that it's fucking probably not color. He probably actually cuts hair like that. <laughs> I I couldn't tell you. <laughs> anyway, uh, we get a Roy Nelson sit down interview. He says Kimbo has a good chance of knocking me out, and I thought, well, <laughs> at least you're honest. Yeah. Round one. I noticed competent stand-up by Kimbo, honestly. Yeah. This wasn't Kimbo Slice internet sensation. This was Kimbo Slice MMA fighter. Right. The thing I noticed was that both of them were very careful in the beginning. Neither of them wanted to be the one to make the first move. They were pretty much like, you know, waiting on each other to make the first move and then, you know, counteract that. They you know, didn't want to be the one to, like, be the aggressor and, you know... Yeah, they didn't want to get countered, really. Uh, right. Kimbo especially, because this was such a far cry from how he usually fights. Right, right. And I guess that's not really saying much, because he f- he fought on the streets, and this this isn't the streets, buddy. This is, this is against another competent adult 
that's skilled and is a champion, and you can't you just can't go out there and throw balls to the wall anymore. Right, right. Uh, Kimbo's listening to his coaches, and then Kimbo throws balls to the wall, and he throws big, big punches that I don't know how Roy didn't get knocked out right there. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, Roy clinches, and if you know anything about Roy Nelson, when, whenever he has you, you're either going down or you're getting knocked the fuck out. And Roy, guess what? He takes down Kimbo Slice. He does. He gets the full mount, and then... He gives up the full mount, which I thought was a big no-no in fighting. He gives up the full mount to go into a crucifix. And if you don't know what a crucifix is, how do I describe a crucifix? <laughs> imagine you're laying on your back, and I'm my legs are pinning down one of your arms, and then my, my tummy is pinning your face down. And my other hand, and my left hand is pinning down your other arm, and I'm punching you with with my right you're, one. You're basically going into the Jesus pose. <laughs> exactly, pretty much. You're pretty much in a cross. Yes, exactly. Yep. <laughs> um, this happens like with a minute left in the round. Kimbo can't escape. He tries. He tries very hard. He starts like wall walking, and he almost has Roy Nelson flipped over, but Roy Nelson manages to to keep position. And Roy's just punching one, two, three, four. Herb is yelling. Herb Dean, a referee, by the way. Herb Dean is yelling at Kimbo like, hey, defend yourself. I'm going to stop this if you don't defend yourself. But right. time runs out from the round. And man, <laughs> this round, <laughs> there's a little bit of everything in that round. What did you feel about it? I feel I feel it was an upset. I think, you know, taking, you know, the big name, the one that Rampage was talking about nonstop. And <laughs> yes, I was, you know, and again, back to what I was saying earlier about like, hey, you know, this might go back and forth. You know, Rashad wins one Rampage wins one back and forth. I was thinking like, oh, OK, Kimbo's up. So maybe Rampage will finally get this win. And, you know, again, my expectations completely got flipped on its head. <laughs> with things like that you're either because you got to consider this this is on free tv right this is where this is your chance to have people care about your fighters or your your brand quote unquote so that they will they will buy the pay-per-view that's coming up and if you don't know the 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 finale is a pay-per-view so you have to buy the wait no sorry the finale is on free tv but, like, the coaches fight on pay-per-view. So, like, you'll have to pay right. to watch the coaches. So, this this show's job is to make you care about about everyone involved, right? Right, right. And people already care about Kimbo. That's true, he does. Or they do, yeah. When, I know this isn't, this isn't pro wrestling. This isn't booked to happen. I don't want to say fake, because yeah. I, I <laughs> like pro wrestling too much. But, uh, this isn't. They don't make the decisions. Like winning, winners and losers aren't, aren't decided. But man, when Kimbo loses, two things happen. One of two things happen. Number one, people aren't going to care about the show anymore. Or number two, people are going to start caring about Roy Nelson. Right. And I don't know if at, at the moment. Kimbo lost. I thought, okay, th this show must have went like in terms of TV ratings. This must have went into into the toilet because Kimbo lost. 
why are they still right. watching this? But man, Roy Nelson stepped up in a big way, personality-wise, after this fight. But we'll oh, get to it. Oh, he really did. <laughs> we will get to that. Round two, Kimbo was like, "All right, this shit ain't working. This MMA stuff ain't working. I'm gonna go out and be Street Fighter Kimbo." And he throws big shots at Roy, but Roy's smart enough to clinch, take down, and go into a crucifix. Again. Again. Punches on top by Roy. And remember when he told Brendan Schaub, hey, you gotta be on top and start punching the dude and counting as you're punching him so the referee stops it? Well, <laughs> Brendan Schaub and company remembered this. So when <laughs> Roy went into a crucifix and started punching, his teammates went, one, with every punch, and two, three, right. four, five, and they went up until 20, and the referee was like, all right, I got no choice but to stop this. And he stops right. it. Our first stop, our first finish on the season comes by way of TKO. Your winner is Roy Nelson. Dana White is pissed. <laughs> <laughs> Dana White hates Roy Nelson. He's like, it's not even like he, he was putting big shots on him. He was fucking touching him like like my daughter was punching me. <laughs> and I thought, man, Dana White is gonna, isn't going to be happy by the end of the season, is he? Right. Um, Roy Nelson is cocky as fuck. He, <laughs> he goes to Dana White and was like, yo, give me a double offer, no cheese. No pickles. <laughs> no pickles, yeah. And Dana White is like, this dude thing is walking around thinking he owns this fucking place. Blah 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 blah. And Roy Nelson is just stepping it up. This is wasn't this wasn't like anywhere near Conor McGregor levels of trash talk, but trash talk was new at this point, and Dana right, White was right. was not thrilled that this fat man who he can't market as a legitimate <laughs> legitimate fighter is being this cocky. Uh, we they, we get the official announcement. Your winner by TKO, Roy Nelson. And everyone is proud of Kimbo. Like, Roy Nelson is proud. Rampage, even though Kimbo lost, Rampage is proud. Rashad Evans is proud. Dana White is proud. Everyone is proud, except right. Kimbo Slice. He's like, <laughs> man, I'd be lying if I said this didn't hurt. Blah, blah, blah. And But I'll be back. I'm here to learn. I'm here to take this all in. And then he started yelling at some, like, dump trucks that were, like, doing things outside of the <laughs> camera shop. He was like, yo, we got an interview going on over here. <laughs> and that was the end of episode three, I believe. Unless they announced yep. something and I didn't watch it. But no, man, I, did. I think that was the end of it, yeah. JD, tell me. Talk to me about that round two. Oh, man. I, um... I mean, what can I say other than, you know, Roy Roy pretty much capitalized on what was pretty much being covered in, like, all the trainings. Like, you mentioned it before about how Rampage was trying to get, like, the heaviest coaches to, like, sit on Kimbo to, like, you know, so he can learn how to get out of those because that was his, that was a, mo that was a weakness of his. Right, yeah. And Roy pretty much took advantage of it and he won with it. <laughs> but... Man, oh man, I gotta say, I think the show is starting to, like, be set up where Roy might come out as, like, one of the antagonistic characters. Like, he's one of those, like, you know, jerky <laughs> characters that everyone wants to lose. <laughs> but I don't know... See, there's an appeal to Roy Nelson. Right. <laughs> uh, the appeal is he's fat as fuck and he doesn't look like a fighter. 
Right, and that's right. why <laughs> a lot of people can relate to him. At the same time, MMA fin- MMA not fans, but MMA fighters hate him because <laughs> this dude is fat as fuck, but he's kicking our ass. What the fuck? Why is he here? Right, right. <laughs> and Dana White hates him because he's a fat dude that really like if I see him on the street, I'm not gonna say, "Oh, this dude is a fucking star." I'm gonna say, right, "Oh, right. it's it's a fat dude." Right. If I was going to guess on like you know the common TV things that happen to get the most entertainment, I'm going to guess that Roy is probably going to stick around like until late into the season. He's not going to be one of the first to leave. <laughs> well, we'll figure that, <laughs> that out in the next guess. episode. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or the next few episodes. Um. What can I say about Roy Nelson that has not already been said? He's talented. <laughs> He's great. He can talk. But people hate him. Dana White yeah. hates him. And I guess... I'm trying to think as who can be... Who's next? Who can be... Who can fight next? Because... Out of out of the people I know that I haven't really mentioned, other than Brendan Shop, I... I I don't see anyone of interest fighting. You know what I mean? Right, right. But we were wrong before when it came to yeah, that's true. To others, the yeah. only the only person's name that I still remember that hasn't fought yet is Marcus Evans. <laughs> oh yeah, Marcus. Uh, Mark was it Evans or Jones? I don't remember. <laughs> oh, something. One of those two. <laughs> it was Marcus. If, <laughs> if very you're wondering why name. we don't know, <laughs> Mark. They refer to them by their first name only on the show. Right. Um. Yeah, Marcus Jones is. Right, Marcus. Whose team is he on? Oh, he's on team he's on, Rampage. He's on Rampage, yeah. Yeah. And man, that would be that would be exciting to see that big dude fucking throwing hands. <laughs> but yeah, let's hope he doesn't get tired. Yeah. <laughs> Overall, how do you feel about the show so far after those first three episodes? I think it's I think it's been really entertaining so far. I um. You know, especially for someone who came out of this with zero knowledge on it. Um, I was pretty much through all of the episodes just looking for, like, the common TV themes that TV shows try to capitalize on. I was just looking for, like, you know, the certain camera shots, the personalities. I was less about the the fighting, per se, as compared to, like, okay, what is the show trying to accomplish? And right. I think it's been doing a pretty good job so far. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not the best reality TV show you'll ever see, <laughs> but it's a unique reality TV show, and that's it's that's true. what makes it good. <laughs> I feel, and I I th- I almost feel like you know the parts that it's lacking in in terms of like I don't know I guess like expectations they're not trying to over dramatize it, and I think that kind of adds to like the realism to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, I know what you mean. Um... If I wish they had, they would have had more like in the house segments. You know what I mean? That's true. Yeah. yeah. I want to see the fighters interacting with each other because I know they did that a lot in previous seasons. I are they that boring that nothing's happening at the house? I don't know. <laughs> like, when the biggest segment from the house is Marcus, whatever his last name was, talking about flowers and gardening. Then yeah, yeah, probably. Huh. <laughs> well jd it was a pleasure having you it was a pleasure yeah. that you agreed to this i don't know why you agreed to this but thank you <laughs> <laughs> i'm trying to pay off a debt no i'm kidding <laughs> <laughs> and uh 
episode. No, it was it was honestly fun. Thanks for having me on the podcast. Oh, of course, <laughs> of course. Hopefully you'll be you'll stick around and watch four, five, and six. Seven, Sounds eight, good nine. To me. All right. <laughs> well, thank you guys for listening and we'll see you next time.